today on The Breakdown. It's the $100,000 buy-in Poker Masters Championship, and Stefan Sontheimer is in an interesting and big pot with Daniel Negreanu. Man, oh man, this stuff is good. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor, boys, because this one is going to get interesting. We're going to break it all down right now on The Breakdown with Grant Tennyson and Jonathan Levy. First time, no I'm starting to feel like I'm starting to feel like your openings are kind of like car commercials where they're like it has nothing to do with what's going on at all. It's like a Subaru commercial where there's like a woman petting a dog and then yeah. someone giving blood to the Red Cross and then they're like drive a Subaru yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's kind of what you're doing. I kind of feel like you're right in this case anyway. I'm like selling, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> that was cool, right? How is that related? <laughs> that's a, that's a reference. Do you not know? Yeah, I know, but okay. why? I just thought it'd be cool to sneak it in there. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you say man oh man all the know. time during the openings? I, what is with I that? Think it, I think it's a little bit of filler because I'm like trying to I'm trying to figure out how to get to May the odds be ever in your favor. I'm not really sure how to get there because I also know I have to wrap up the, the opening really quickly. So I'm like, well, I'll say man oh man while I think about it for a second. You also you either say man oh man or boy, boy oh boy. boy. <laughs> Which you never uh, say in normal life. I hang out with you a lot. You never, never say it. Never. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway. all, I think I feel like when I say it, it makes it stay hand sound more exciting. Yeah, another you? breakdown starting with a breakdown of the opening. But that one needed to be broken down. <laughs> we now break down every opening. You realize that? It's yeah. like twelve shows in a row. We break down the opening. So right you get a bonus breakdown with every breakdown. It's you know? incredible. It's, it's great. A, I mean it's I, what I, a know, deal. The true fans love it. That's all I'll say. If you don't love it, I'm, I mean, what does that say about you? It says it you say, were not worthy of our time. It doesn't say anything about us. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this hand, I guess. Okay. Something we're supposed to do yeah, we're on this show. I mean, uh, supposed to. Wait, we, what is supposed to? This we is can our, do whatever we, we want. Can, it's our podcast. It's our we show. Can, it's free. Live. You don't have to listen to it. Right. And we don't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to. Yeah. Okay. We like it. Yeah. It's fine. And I'm actually excited to talk about this hand. This is a cool hand. This is a cool hand. Man, oh, man. This boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Golly. <laughs> Stephen Sondheimer. Stefan Sondheimer. May the odds be ever. <laughs> a, cu- a couple reaches the peak of a snow-capped mountain <laughs> by, by a Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah. yeah. That's about right. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So it is the 100K championship. It's day one. It's early on. It's obviously a bunch of crushers in this thing because it's a 100K buy-in. Yeah. Uh, Sondheimer really crushed this whole series, the whole Poker Masters series. What were you saying his stats were on that? It Here's was crazy. the deal. So there were five events. He won two of them. He got a fourth, I think, maybe a second as well. No, a fourth and a fifth. And then also he stone bubbled the fifth event. I mean, it's insane. He got like $2.4 million total, I think, of wins and cost himself, I think, he like in 300 k in buy-ins. And, of course, you know, he was by far the player of the the. Yeah. The thing. Like, by a mile, he was the player of the event. It's a pretty good little run for, for Stefan. Stefan Sonheimer. Yeah, Purple Jacket winner. We can Just say another that. German who wins all the high rollers. Yeah. He's only the 13th all-time on German uh, money list there. Yeah, German money list is a tough one to crack. Yeah. I bet you Philip Grissom is still ahead of him. Yeah, probably. Not for long. Probably not. Watch your back, Phil. What? Watch your back. Because someone's going to stab you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, not me. Okay, interesting. I mean, things happen, man. Okay, well, maybe I don't know if that's something you should say on a podcast. I should not, and no. I, but I meant stab figuratively. I mean, like you can't trust trust people. Yeah, stab you in the back, like figuratively. That that yeah. is totally a thing. Yes, it is. Thank you. 
This hand is also totally a thing. Let's talk about okay. it. Okay. So we're six-handed. I don't know if it was a six-max format, but there were six players at this table. It seems like almost certainly, because this is just level four of day one. It's yeah. Unless they started seven-handed, it's it's probably a six-max. And not that it matters, but there's some weird format stuff in the Poker Masters. Yeah. Um, the blinds are 1,000 for the small blind and yep. 1,500 for the big blind. Super weird. I've never seen that before. Me either. It says on the screen the ante is 1,500, which can be confusing, but that is because only one player pays the ante each hand, and I think it's the big blind also pays the ante for the whole table. And the ante, I think, always matches the big blind is the idea. Okay. So basically, it's a second blind the big blind has to pay, just right. to, just into the pot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, except that's not part of like when they call and stuff, right? Like, of course. Some, yeah, right. it's, so a, it's already in the middle, and yeah. it's as if everyone paid it. Right. Which can be confusing to a casual viewer, I would would assume. Right, right. Um, So anyway, this hand at this 1K 1500 standard blind level starts with Negranu, who's plus one, which also is the hijack because we're Mm six-handed. He opens ace-10 offsuit, ace of diamonds, 10 of spades. He's got 410,000, so they are super deep. Right. With the big blind of 1500. Yeah. Um, Scott Seaver on the button has 417,000, calls with two deuces. And Stefan Sontheimer is in the big blind. He only has to call 2,500 to win a bunch. He has 309,000, and he calls with eight deuce of diamonds. Yep. So no problem with any of this so far, right? Feels totally standard. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to have a problem with anything that happens at all, actually. It's just pretty... This is a pretty cool hand. Yeah. We're going to break it down right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennis and Jonathan Levy. There you go. Yeah. You did a good job that time. Thanks. That time. Thank you. You're you're welcome. <laughs> I don't feel you, you're sincere. Uh, no, I'm not. So 14,500 going to the flop. Yes. Nicely done. You confirmed Click the, the link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the flop is jack of diamonds, 10 of clubs, 7 of diamonds. Okay. It's a pretty wet board. Uh, Seaver obviously does not get any piece of it. He's got the two deuces. Correct. Negranu has middle pair, backdoor Broadway draw, and the backdoor not flush draw. Mm-hmm. Sontheimer has a gut shot and a flush draw with eight deuce of diamonds on Jack 10, seven, two diamonds. It's one of those combo draws we always talk about. Yes. It happened. It did. Some, it happens a lot, actually. I think it doesn't happen to me nearly enough. Yeah, because you're so unlucky. Yes. That's why. That's what I was thinking. You run worse than everybody else. That's what I thought. Just like every poker player thinks in the world. I don't think that. No, I don't either. Okay. So every other poker player, except for the two of us, that sounds right. No, but it's it's quite pervasive in live poker for people. You know know one player who's convinced he runs really badly? Phil Helmuth. Mike Matisau. Oh, yeah. No! (laughs) (laughs) You see how great I played that in? (laughs) Call him in on that guy! (laughs) Yeah, so anytime, anytime anyone ever sucks out on him, ever... You just don't know. This is this is my entire life. Always, it's always like this. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. I just run so bad. Okay, we're we're really going deep into this. Yeah, sorry guys, this is what's happening today. Yeah, it's 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 only the first podcast of the day too. I know. Usually we're not... we have an excuse. We're like it's the second podcast of the day. It's yeah. a little punchy. No, nope, we're punchy from the get go. Yep, been playing well, poker all weekend. We did. All right, so fourteen thousand five hundred in the pot. Jack ten seven two diamonds. Sondheimer checks his combo draw eight deuce of diamonds. Negranu has options here. Yeah. What do you prefer, a check or a bet? Man, it's close. I think it's fine to bet because of the nature of the board is so, so, so wet. Right. I mean, we're going to get called really frequently. Yeah. Right. And, and we often have the best hand when it's we're It's okay called. to get called. Yeah. Although it's hard to really do anything but check back the turn once we get called, unless we improve. I disagree. I actually disagree with that. Okay. I, I feel like you, you I, I'm finding as we've been doing this now for a long time and talk about poker a lot. I am. I lean a little bit more theoretically anyway towards betting more turns than you, um, but betting with the notion of be giving yourself the option to check back the river. So this way we can still p- 
charge the draws on the turn. That's the place where we get value. Can't really can't get value on the river except to bluff catch, which sometimes the draws will do and sometimes they won't. But I like charging them. I'm I, kind of well, okay, charging. so I guess it's the difference in philosophy is I prefer bluff catching to charging. So yeah. in that way, checking back the turn on a draw heavy board, we get to bluff catch the river against mm-hmm. the draws. Right, of course. Yeah. Of course. So I mean, it sort of goes both ways. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna. It's probably in the, in the wash is gonna be about the same. The one thing you get in your way of doing it is you don't get check raised on the turn. Yeah. But you're rarely gonna get check raised on the turn anyway, right? I mean, it's not something that comes up very often. Not a ton. And sometimes, by the way, the board's gonna run out that we can't bluff catch, and we would have been we would have been right, but we can't bluff catch because the board is bad. You know. True. So there's like like for example, if let's say it's a deuce on the turn, let's say Sondheimer calls, it's a deuce on the turn. And Negrano checks it back, and then it's an eight on the river. And so now it's, there's a four-card straight on the board, and Sondheimer bets his eight, thinking it's no good. And Negrano's like, I mean, I can beat diamonds, but I can't. I can beat some things, but I lose to other things, and he's repping a straight, and we might bluff catch, but we just might fold our hand sometimes, too, you know? All right. So anyway, I'm just saying. Well, you, There's pros and cons. You've said it. Yeah. You done said it. Anyway, Negrano betting on the flop, I think you could... You could go either way with this. You I could think, check it too. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think. Uh, I think. I guess because we're three ways, I like a bet a little bit more actually. To get rid of what hands? To fold out. That's a fair question. Just to fold out um, some kings and queens that are going to be out there. Um, to fold out some other weird equity stuff that's going to be hard to see. What, what kings and queens are we folding out? Okay, that's a great question. I like that you asked me that. It has to be Sondheimer. With- it has to be Sondheimer with like King Deuce of Hearts or something. Maybe Seaver can have King Nine suited. He's going to call once anyway. Got to call, yeah. Yeah. All right. You're He's right. Got there's a double gutter with. There's very. There's very little overcards we can fold out, and we're not afraid of an ace. All right. That's not a good point. Okay. So why betting again? I'm betting to because we're going to get called a lot by at least one player, and we're often going to have the best hand. That's the reason to bet. Okay. We can get called by seven, eight, seven, nine, six, seven might just fold. Sure. A seven. What do you think A seven is going to do? The board is Jack ten seven two diamonds. So we're talking about Sondheimer having a seven, I assume, or or Seaver having a seven suited. Um, they're going to call once. You think so? I do. But but what about also all the tens, all the other tens? We can get value out of ten nine ten eight king ten suited queen ten suited eight eight nine nine. All okay. those things seems like a fair amount. Yeah, but it's not as good as you thought initially. Um, no, but also, but there's also all the draws, all the diamonds. Yeah. And the gut shots and all the stuff. I think it's fine to bet. You don't think so, huh? No, I think it's fine. I just okay. don't think it's like slam dunk. Okay, fair enough. Because I, I don't think there's that much we're folding out that we want to fold out. The problem, of course, is if someone does have a big draw, like Sondheimer actually does, he could decide to raise, and we're going to suddenly be in a tough spot right away. Yeah, that's, that's, of course, the problem with this line. That's another problem, obviously. Yeah, like there's yeah. a lot of combo draws on this board that could decide to raise. Yeah. Um, anyway... Seaver, of course, folds to Negrano's 7K bet because he has two deuces, right. which have no value at all here. Uh, Sondheimer is going to do the thing that Negrano didn't want him to do yeah. and raise his combo draw. Yes. He raises to 28,000 tournament chip units. Nice. Okay. So first question, what's he repping? What is he repping? He's repping a set of sevens. Eight, nine. All the eight nines. For sure. All the eight nines. He's repping jack ten. Jack ten, king queen of diamonds. He doesn't want to be yeah. repping that, but he's repping that. I mean, it's a it's a huge equity hand actually. Right, so, okay so what, what does it look like he has? I guess is the better question than what is he repping? Like, so that includes hands that are. I don't know what that means. You mean like his value hands? Is that what you're asking me? 
Yeah, and King Queen of Diamonds can be included in that because okay. it's so good. Okay, got it. What I'm saying, like, and maybe we can say King Nine of Diamonds is equally good because right. it's a double gutter. It's a, it's a huge hand. Yeah, right. Okay, so like I would say all that stuff. I yeah. don't know. I guess he can also have, by the way, Jack Jack and Ten Ten. He doesn't yeah. have to three bet those. Yeah, he could also have Jack Seven suited, Ten Seven suited. Yep. I don't know if he's going to raise those, but he really might. Actually, he has those offsuit too. He, yes, he, he does. Has, yeah, so he he has a ton of combos of strong value here. Yes, he also can have gut shots, just just gut shots that he's raising here. Once Seaver folds, I guess yeah. If he has like eight six. Wait, no, that's not a gut shot, is it? It is good. It's hard to see the board in my head right now. Seven yeah, ten nine, jack. And nine makes a say. Okay, yeah. Like eight six, you might just decide I can't call, but I can raise, and it, the board seems to be maybe a little better for me than for him. Yeah, that's legit because I think. Uh... I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I, I would say Sondheimer has a range advantage over Negrano here. Negrano did open plus one. Yeah, probably. Sondheimer um, has all 16 combos of the nuts, and Negrano doesn't. He has four combos of the nuts. Agreed. Uh, also, like, ace-nine. You might just decide to raise ace-nine. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't... I mean, you could call once if you really want to, but it's not great. You're out of position. It's going to be hard to get paid if it comes in, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I assume he's peppering in a couple of his gut shots. Yeah, he probably should. Because he has so much strong value and like really strong combo draws, yeah, that you you should pepper in some gut shots because you have a range advantage. Yeah, you definitely have to. Right, you're 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 just yeah, your range when you raise is too strong without some fluff in there too. Yeah, and eight deuce of diamonds is like close to the fluff. It's one of the worst combo draws, but it's still yes. it's still a good hand. It's the worst combo draw yeah. actually, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so is literally the worst combo. Draw, yes, actually. it is. That's funny. Um, but still, it's it's a monster hand that he can decide to go with. Like, he just decided to raise. If Negrano re-raises, he ain't folding, right? He might move in. I don't, know, I don't know what the stack says. It gets are. to be kind of a crappy... It's. I mean, he started with 200 blinds. Okay, he's not going to move in. No. But he might re-raise. But if he re-raises, he can't fold, and he's got to know that. So he might just call. It's okay. It's fine to do that, though. It's fine to do all that. Let's talk a little bit about the sizing, okay? Okay. Because Negrano made it 7K into 14.5, and Sondheimer goes pretty big. He makes it 28K. I mean, I like it for a few reasons. Okay, let's go. Number one, we're out of position. Yes. So I don't want to make it easy for the calling station to call. Right. When he's in position, he's going to say, well, I'm in position two. I think we're trying to fold out the type of hand Negrano has. Absolutely. A 10. You know? Absolutely. But the truth is we're trying to fold out all the types of hands Negrano has. Well, yeah, we don't want to call. Because we're losing everything. Yes. Right? So we want, to, we want to make it so he's not just going to like insta-call with ace-queen and ace-king either. Right. right. He might decide to call anyway, but it's pricey now. And... If a brick comes off as Sondheimer, we can decide to bet again, and then ace-king, ace-queen definitely have to fold the turn. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not terrible. Um, and there's very little that Negreanu can get get swifty with against us, as we would say, as the kids yeah. like to say. You know, like Negreanu could get swifty with, like, the king-queen of diamonds. Get swifty. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the, you know, top set of jacks, or any set, really. King-nine of diamonds. King nine of diamonds, sure. He could decide to do that, but he might also just decide to call. Queen Ace, nine of diamonds. Queen, queen nine of diamonds. Ace eight of diamonds, sure. There, I mean, I guess we have the eight of diamonds in our yeah. hand, but um, yeah. So there's there's some there's some stuff, but there's some swifty things going on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, but uh, still, you know, it's uh, there's not too much he can. He's really going to go crazy with here, so that's good. So I think uh, something we neglected to mention is that Sunheimer is probably also raising all of his king queen here. To, I mean, if he's going to raise his gut shots, why not raise his king? Queen? I really don't think that's necessary. You don't think so? No, it's really different. You have eight high, and I mean, you have a bunch of outs, but king queen has overs, which when I, mean, I guess that's not fair to say. Like, if you hit your outs in the other one, you're you're probably more clear that you're ahead. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's raising all of his king queens. King queen has a little bit of showdown value, at least. I mean, super tiny. 
I mean, super tiny. Super tiny on this board. I think he's probably raising it considering how much value he has on this board. Okay, that's a reason. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. So I think it's definitely possible. Okay. okay. Um, anyway, maybe maybe just if he has... Maybe he chooses just to do the King Queen of Diamonds and King Queen of Clubs because it's the backdoor flush try and the oh that's the that's, that's totally what he should be doing because yeah. you can't raise all your King Queen right because then it's yeah if, after a little while people are going to know that you can't have King Queen or maybe he does points. it with the when he has the King of Diamonds or King Queen of Clubs mm-hmm. like right. any, any King of Diamonds or King any Queen any of Clubs. backdoor flush draw along with yeah. it he can go with and yeah. otherwise he's going to call I I kind of love that actually okay as a way to balance so we pepper in a few more King Queens is what okay I'm saying. fair enough um so. Negreanu's in a weird spot now already, and this is the part of the problem with betting. Yes. Uh, because he made it 20... This is four times Negreanu's bet. Yeah. This is an uncomfortable spot. I think this is usually a fold, but there is a factor that could lead Negreanu to call when we're super deep, and that is that Negreanu has the ace of diamonds in his hand. I think that makes it much easier to call. In fact, that may make it much easier to bet in the first place. Yeah. Um, and when diamonds come, we can always wrap the nuts. We're deep enough that the second nest is going to have to strongly consider folding if right. we put in an aggressive action on the river. <laughs> exactly. So we can actually decide to turn our hand into a bluff if a diamond comes. We also may have the best hand because we may be up against draws. Those things combined are pretty good reasons to not fold. Yeah. Also, we bet this board, right? And our intention yeah. in betting this board, if we're up against absolute stone amateurs who are only going to check raise big hands... Let's you know. Sometimes you and I play with guys like that, right? Sure. Then you can fold this hand really easily because they, yeah. they're always going to show top set, of course, yeah. right? Or jack ten or something like that. But against a guy like this, who absolutely is going to have a balance to it all, and you know, going to have a lot of bluffs and stuff like that, he has to. He's winning everything, right? He can't always have it. Yeah. Like, and we, even if he does have it, and in some of the cases, like if he has eight nine, yeah, or worse, like a straight or worse, by the time the diamonds come in. And we decide to rep the nut diamonds. Like none of those hands have a good time. Jack ten, jack seven, oh my gosh. ten Almost seven, eight everything. nine are all in trouble against right. our range when we decide to take an aggressive action later if a diamond comes. Agreed. And, and he, like a diamond comes and he checks, we put in a nice big bet. Even with the hand he has, it's not going to be easy. Let alone if you have a straight. Yeah. Super hard if you have a straight. Like it right. really looks. Daniel Grant completely can have the nut flush. Right. There. So it's not just that we're ahead of some of Sunheimer's ranges. Right. Even a lot of his strong value, we can get the fold later. Yeah. So I think that I think you should definitely fold if you don't have the ace of diamonds in your hand here if you're right. by the way. And maybe maybe this comes back to before when we're sort of discussing should he be betting? Maybe that's the ultimate determining factor. Like yeah. like maybe he shouldn't be betting without the ace of diamonds in his hand on this flop, but because he has the ace of diamonds and he knows he's got that backup where if a diamond comes, he, no one else can have the nuts and he can. It's enough to bet. As, so if someone wants to raise, he doesn't have to just throw it away. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's the determining. So actually, seventy five percent of the time he's actually checking this, and twenty five percent of the time he's betting with. This yeah, hand. that could be that could be true. That's probably the best way to do it. Now yeah. that we've, the, I like that better than either of our like. You should bet or you should fold or mm-hmm. sorry, you should check just because these reasons. You, but we have good. Re- we both have good reasons. So of course, this is the best reason though. You have the yeah. ace of diamonds, so you can handle stuff a little better, especially yeah. in position. So I guess if like the three of spades comes on the turn and Sondheimer bets again, though we're gonna. We're gonna do a sizing thing. We're yeah. like, we're gonna call some smaller sizes because we still have the right odds to draw to a diamond that we can bluff. Also, sometimes we have the best hand. Yeah, but also us calling the check raise is pretty strong. It so is. if he bets again, that's that's meaningful to us. We're gonna have to. We're probably gonna have to fold a lot, right? All right. So that's all completely based on what Negreanu's hand actually is, yeah. and not really what it looks like he has. Right. So let's ask this question. Negreanu does call. Yeah. So what does that eliminate from his range? Does that eliminate anything from his range? Like that he, you would consider he's going to three bet a lot of 
certain like is he gonna three bet a lot in this flop at all? I think he is. Okay, what board this wet, I think he can three bet. Well, certainly if he has the nuts, I expect him to three bet. If he has A9 suited? Not always, but at least some of the time he's yeah. gonna three bet, right? Probably sometimes he's just gonna call. Especially if a nine of diamonds, <clears throat> he's much more likely to just call just call with, right? Yeah, because it feels super safe. Yeah, like if a diamond comes and he gets there, he was gonna get there anyway. And probably. you block a lot of the combo draws. Right, right. You block combo draws, you block diamonds, period. So whatever. Um the other eight nines, I think then it comes down to what we think about our opponent. Basically, is he the kind of guy who's got a lot of air check raises here? Then we should just call. If he's got a lot of high equity check raises, we should probably re-raise. What do we do with 10-7 suited as Negrano here? Call. What do we do with jack-10? Call. What do we do with set of jacks? I think we raise. What do we do with set of 10s? I think we raise. Set of 7s. That's the only really tough one, I think. Um... I would probably call a set of sevens, but be really open to raising it later, depending on sizing. Okay. What do you think? What do you, what do you think about my answers to all those questions? I think you could legitimately call with your entire range. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you necessarily need to. Maybe maybe you raise all of your eight nines that are... Maybe you raise your three eight nines that are non-diamonds. You raise king nine of diamonds, queen nine of diamonds, and king queen of diamonds also. So you're balanced in that way for your mm -hmm. three bets. What do you mm -hmm. think about that? Say it one more time. So you raise your non-diamond eight nines. Yes. So that's three combos. Yeah. And you raise king, queen, queen, nine, and king, nine of diamonds. Got it. So, so those are those are your three betting hands. So, you, so you're super strong or you have a lot of equity. Yeah. Um, and that's... Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. I'm kind of down with that. Because well, it kind of sucks to three bet a set of jacks and get moved in on. I mean, you're just going to call. You're going to call, but you have... Like, the, you probably have less equity than your opponent. Okay. But... I mean, if the guy's king, queen of diamonds, you've got good equity. Decent equity. It's not amazing. You've got more equity than your opponent. Yeah, but pretty he good. usually has eight, nine, right? Um, no, I was saying if he has king, queen of diamonds. No, but oh, you're saying if Sunheimer moves in, he usually has eight, nine. I don't know if that's true. There's or not. 16 combos of eight, nine, and one combo of king, queen of diamonds. No, I understand that, but I'm okay. saying there are other things he could be moving in with also, right? Like what? Like other sets. You think he would move in with a set of sevens? I don't know. If he gets three bet on the flop, how deep are they? Ultimately? Very, very deep. So, so like he can call, he can call the raise and not get it all in by the river if Negrano goes bet bet. I don't know if that's the case because if it's not the case, then we should move in. I don't know if that's really so cut and dry. It's not the, really the same thing because Negrano has bluffs if Negrano goes bet bet. He does, and also by the way, sometimes the board runs out in a way that it saves you. Yeah, right. Um, that's true. I mean, the thing is this: I guess if we have a set of sevens, the problem is, yeah, what's Negrano getting it in? against us with right like, yeah i don't think he's doing it with jack 10 like he's not right. gonna go crazy no. he's not gonna four bet jack 10 right or five bet jack 10 no. whatever it is so that's that's a good point yeah set of sevens is like the, the the tough one i think in this where i think you probably have to play it a little carefully still once there's a raise compared to the other stuff i think tens though as as negrano we should go with do you agree with that i, I think guess you don't because you were saying you think you should call jacks i think um like I, th this is just very exploratory and new for me. The range I just created, where I think Negrano should be three betting his eight nine of clubs, hearts, and spades, and his king queen of diamonds, king nine of diamonds, and queen nine of diamonds. Mm -hmm. And if that's our only raises, I think I'm okay with that on this board because right. we should be scared because we have a range disadvantage. Right. Because Sonheimer has four times the combos of eight nine that we do. And the truth is, even with top set of jacks, yeah, we can decide to call and if he sizes big on the turn we can just call and if he sizes big on the river we're not going to fold right but we certainly aren't going to raise then right we're just going to like i call like you got it yeah like it sucks there's a lot of money in the pot and my hand is way too good to do anything but 
but put chips in. Right. That's reasonable. Yeah. The problem, of course, I guess Sondheimer's not going to lose his mind, though. This is the good news, right? If he has 8-9 and a diamond comes, he's not going to bet huge. No. He might check or he might bet small, and then we can, if the diamond comes, we can still call. Because we're like, well, maybe he made a flush, and maybe maybe we haven't beat anyway. Maybe he has us. We don't know. But we're in okay shape. So, okay. You know what? I like that. I like that. All right. So, all of this was kind of roundabout because the initial question was, when Negreanu calls, what can we eliminate from his range? And I don't know if that's really his range, but if I guess if it were me, you could eliminate, you could only eliminate six hands from my range. Okay. I think you should probably have at least one... Uh, like one set in there though that you're gonna raise. Maybe not all your sets. And I don't mean like a set like a set of jacks, but I mean like one combo of your set of jacks. You should be able to have a set okay. in there too. So otherwise it just you're probably I don't know if that's true. If someone plays with you enough, it just becomes too easy. Like think about the, the how strong I mean how how frequently do people three bet on the flop though? I mean never. So it doesn't really matter? Maybe not. Maybe it doesn't matter. Especially when it's a four X raise on the flop by Sonheimer. Yeah. A three bet's gonna be super rare. It is. It's going to be pretty. Like, I think getting it in on this flop with a set of jacks is super fishy for for 200 blinds effective. 200 blinds, I agree. It's a bad play. Yeah. Yeah, you're never in great shape. Yeah. You're, like, hoping he's got king, queen of diamonds, basically, by the time you get it in, right? And then you're like, well, okay, this isn't an amazing spot. I'm 64%. I mean, it's okay, but we can do better than that. We can control the pot better. Yeah, We have position. Right. Okay. All right, I agree. You, You convinced me. All right, so I think... When when Negreanu calls here, Sondheimer is not thinking necessarily that he's going to get Negreanu to fold on most runouts. If he knew Negreanu's exact hand, he might think that. But if Sondheimer is thinking along these lines, he might think Negreanu has like plenty of even up to sets in his range that Negreanu is probably not going to fold on most runouts. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that was the point I was trying to get to, right. essentially. Um, so after Negreanu does call, which we think is legitimate because of the ace of diamonds in his hand, yeah. the pot is 70,500 and... Uh, before we go to the turn, we're going to tell you a little bit about a place where pots sometimes get to 70,500. I don't know what units we're talking about, but Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Yeah, it's not dollars. I know no. that. But I guess it wasn't. It could in, be tournament chips. It could be. It could also be MBTC or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that would right? be a big one. That'd be seven Bitcoin. They definitely play big pots like that, probably, in some time. I don't know. Anyway, Nitrogen Sports Poker <laughs> Room is where the poker guys play. Uh, we're going to be having monthly free rolls. There, yeah. might, there might be bounties on our heads in those free rolls. It's possible we're calling them free rolls and they're going to be super, super insanely cheap buy-ins. Yeah, like instead one of free MBTC, rolls. Which yeah. is like a $4 buy-in. But then there's going to be a huge prize pool comparatively. Right. It's going to be a great deal. Like you're going to have a massive overlay. So it's it's effectively, it's going to feel like a free roll. And if you want to play that, by the way, you have to use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up. Or else you don't get to play it. You don't get to play with the poker guys. You don't even get to see the tournaments we're in. You are shunned. Also, we will not see you. And by that, I mean we could, but we choose not to. Yeah, like an avatar. I, I see you. Okay, yeah, I was thinking more Handmaid's Tale-like. But yeah, that's good, too. That's good, too. Um, hey, you know what else is cool about it? What? The lightning fast withdrawals and deposits. Yep, Bitcoin only. And it moves at the speed of Bitcoin. It's like Ezra trademark. Miller in that new movie. Okay. The Flash. Oh, he oh. plays The Flash. That's that's how fast it moves. Yeah. We're talking 5 to 20 minutes. You withdraw your money, it's there in 5 to 20 minutes. Bingo. Bingo, bango, bongo. Yeah, that's that's what they say. Bango. <laughs> that's what they say on Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Bongo. Okay. So we're going to the turn. There's 70,500 in the pot. Seinhammer's got the eight deuce of diamonds on a jack-10-7 two-diamond board. And Grenner's got ace-10 with the ace of diamonds, having called the check raise on the flop. And the turn... 
is definitely the reason this is a breakdown hand, I think. Or sure. at least a big part of it. Well, it's one of the reasons. Yeah. How about that? It's a big part of it. It's the Eight of Spades. Yeah. That's an interesting card for this hand because it doesn't actually improve Sondheimer, but it sure could have, right? I mean, it does improve Sondheimer, well, but yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it doesn't improve him the way he wanted to. Right. Yes, right. He, he has a pair of eights now. He doesn't have the King Nine of Diamonds in I don't think hand. he's beating anything that Negreanu called with now, except for King Queen of Diamonds. King Queen. Just King Queen, period. Just King Queen, period. Yeah, okay, there's and, that. And the Ace Queen of Diamonds, the Ace King of Diamonds. Yeah, that's true. But it's not like ideal, obviously. Negreanu could also have baby diamonds, by the way. He could have other diamonds. I so suppose he could. He, could. he could have all the diamonds, actually. Yeah, I suppose he could. And King Queen. All right, so this is something interesting. Sondheimer decides to check. Yeah. What do you think about that? It's interesting, right? Um, I'm not sure what to think about it. So here we go. So on one level, he's checking. I think he's checking for a few reasons. One is he does suddenly have showdown value. That's some, cool. Some slight showdown value. So he's yeah. beating some of Negrano's range now, for sure. The the diamonds, part of the range in King-Queen. Um, also, this is a bad card for what he's been repping, Right. Except for the nine combo draws. Right. And well, the and combo also, draws with nines in them. But yeah. also all the 16 combos of eight, nine, he's still got. He does still Although have. there's fewer combos of it now because there's an eight on the board. He might also check those, though. Because he feels like, I'm going to bet and Negron's just going to fold and like whatever. So I don't want to like blow him away here. I, so I check. I check sometimes. Yeah, that's those. true. So maybe he doesn't always check those, but he might check those a, a fair amount when one of those two cards come in, the eight or the nine yeah. on the turn because it looks too strong to bet again. Yeah. You know, and he's trying to get action from Negrano's ace-jack or whatever the heck Negrano has, right? Sure. Um, so to me, those are, those are the main reasons. But the other reason, of course, is Negrano could have absolutely improved to a straight himself. And you figure as Sondheimer, a lot of times it's going to go check-check right now when the eight comes in, and that's good. Yeah, we right? want a free river. We have a hand that still has a ton of equity against right. most of Negrano's range. Right, and uh, we can decide if, if Negrano somehow bets, we can raise, we can call, we can fold, depending on sizing. And we could be drawing dead, by the way. Negreanu, um, if Negrano decided not to three bet a hand like Queen Nine of Diamonds, we're drawing dead. We are drawing dead. Yes, yeah. that is very true. That is very true. Um, hopefully, that's not the case. If we are the goose, any nine X of diamonds in Negrano's hand has us drawing dead to a chop. Yep. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, so that's bad. Very, very poor for us. Um, so I think the check is fine, and especially because we partially do pick up. Um, we pick up some equity here. Also, honestly, you know, check raising and getting called. It's like, oh, okay, so you really do have something. Just checking. I guess I don't have to. Like, you don't have to bet again when you get called. Here's here. a question we should ask ourselves. All right. Sandy Grano has Jack ten. Yeah. Can we bet and make him fold on the turn? I don't know. It's Negreanu. He hates to fold. If we bet fifty k into seventy thousand five hundred, maybe. Would we ever bet fifty k? Probably not. So let's with the say straight? we bet. So let's say we bet thirty eight k because it's okay. more standard. Of, yeah, it, it looks more like yeah. you're you're just betting because you're like you're sort of saying okay, I'm putting you on Jack Ten as Sondheimer in reality, but I'm saying like I have to charge your diamonds, Daniel, when I have with my straight. I can't just let you get right. there for free. Your king queens and stuff like that. So I'm going to bet. And of again. course, Jack Ten does not have the right odds to draw against a made straight on the turn. Of course not. But against Sondheimer's entire range, Jack Ten might be correct to call. Negreanu might decide to hero. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what he's supposed to do. Honestly, that's a that's a bad card and i guess it comes down to what we think of sondheimer right I yeah mean, like how often is he going to have um, a bunch of bluffs if he's perfectly balanced then we're sort of indifferent mm -hmm. um, i don't know that it's really hard to be perfectly balanced unless your name is christoph vogel saying so i don't know if sondheimer is i would doubt he is just because it's super hard nobody really is okay yeah. and also it's probably not ideal anyway but in this case if we're trying to make a decision if he's gonna if we have any sense that he like is a little bit imbalanced we could probably just you know fold or call based on that yeah Although if he's perfectly balanced 
I don't know. I'm if, as Negrano, since I'm in position, since I actually do have the Ace of Diamonds. Oh, sorry. If I have Jack Ten here, this right, I can improve to the best hand. We know that. That's good. Yeah. Got four outs. That's nice. There are other cards that also may freeze him if he bets. Right, like a diamond could come and he could jack the river, and then yeah. we have to we could bet if we want. We could actually turn our hand into a bluff. Yeah. Although we shouldn't be trying to turn our hand into a bluff, right? No, not we're if we call- have Jack Ten. We're calling because we think we have the best hand enough. Yeah. We're not calling so that way. Oh, a diamond comes, then we can get him off his straight. If we think he has a straight, we should fold. Yes, if right. we have jack-10. Right. So we, we'd have to believe... We, we can call only because we believe a lot of... He doesn't have a straight nearly enough of yeah. the time, right? Yeah, that'd be why. So I guess that's... The, the root of that question is, like, should Sonheimer bet if right now? Right. Because jack-10 is the type of hand that we would be targeting. I mean, we'd hope we could fold out that hand, of course, and all worse hands than that. I mean, if we really believe uh, Sonheimer had... In, on the flop, king-queen and stuff like that. King-queen's the kind of hand you would expect to continue right now because it's like, ah, go away, please. Yeah, let me rep this nine now. Yeah, like that's that's a good... So the fact that he checks means he's often... Not always, but often going to have showdown value, right? Yeah. And so, um, so if he bets, that means he's more likely to have either the monster or less showdown value. So then as Jack-10, I think we probably have to call the... Because we capture everything that isn't a straight we should be beating now, right? Like he's not going to bet a set now on the turn, right? Sondheimer? Yeah. Right, so we're talking about we we shifted the conversation just just then. Let's make that clear. That happened. You started talking about Sonheimer has checked, yeah, what, and what is Negrano thinking now? Right, but I thought that, I thought we were talking about if um if Sonheimer bets, right, and and um, Negrano has Jack Ten, what's he supposed to do, right? Yeah, we were talking about that, but then that kind of wrapped up as being like that question is related to should Sonheimer bet to try to fall Right, of course. Run. And so I ended up saying, like, so if Sonheimer does bet, I think Negrano probably should call because he's beating all the non-show... Like, everything that isn't straight, he's beating. Okay, what about with Negrano's hand that he has? I mean, that's a great question. I think it's the same thing, actually. Also, we, Negrano's hand is an easier call because we have the Ace of Diamonds. And we can rep it on the river? We can rep it on the river. Um, there is a problem with having the Ace of Diamonds, of course. Which means that Sonheimer doesn't have as many... He doesn't uh, have enough flush draw. Yeah, he doesn't have many combos that we're beating. So that's not as great, but yeah. it does mean we can rep something on the river. I think we're still beating all of Sonheimer. Like, Sonheimer's checking all his value that isn't a straight, right? I think he most. I think he just is. He's going to check a set on the turn, isn't he? Yeah. So, that, I mean, maybe he's the greatest player in the world, and he's able to bet those things and get value. But, like, no one does that because that's so hard. And I mean, I, so I, I actually think... Ace-10, it plays similarly to Jack-10 here, even though Jack-10 is much stronger and has outs. That's the thing Jack-10 has that Ace-10 doesn't have. It has actual outs. Ace ten, the Ace-10 has the bluff outs. Right, which is a little sketchy because we have to actually get it through. We, we need it to come. We have to get it through. I mean, forget it. need to come. But yeah, we have to get it through. But we might be able to get it through. Yeah. Anyway, Sonheimer does check. Yeah. And so it would be pretty standard for Negrano to check back, right? Yes, it would. That's not what happens. I know. This is going to be a tough one to figure out, I think. Negrano bets 25K. Into a pot of 70,500. Yeah. With ace 10, it's got the ace of diamonds. So jack 10, seven, two diamond flop. Turn is the eight of spades. Yeah. So is this good? Why is he doing it? What's going on? Okay. I think what's happening, I think Negranu is trying to charge Sonheimer for any of his draws that he has. Okay. Even though we said almost all the draws are probably going to continue. But the the ones that have some piece, some a pair now, or so, or maybe the ace, some I don't know what ace highs they can have really. Um, but he's trying to charge him for draws, and he's also trying to get to the river cheap if he wants to. You mean hope that Sonheimer checks the river? If we because we bet, yeah. yes, we'll assume most of the time Sonheimer's going to check the river now. So Sonheimer, for example, has a set, yeah, 
as Negranu, if we check back this turn and Sonheimer bets, I don't know. I mean, Sonheimer, Sonheimer's probably going to bet the river if it goes check, check, and, and he, yeah. he has a set, right? And Negranu, as Negranu, now we're going to have to make a real tough decision, and it's going to be for more than 25000 Sonheimer's going to bet more than twenty five k probably. I think we might just fold. Something. We might. Yeah, we might. You're like, that's not so bad. Yeah, but we can put in twenty five k now and assume we don't ever have to put another chip in if we don't want to. So that's that part's kind of good, and we still get to charge draws. This as is well. the uh, under the assumption that Sonheimer is going to play and flow the majority of the time. Yes, it is. It's also under the assumption that he sometimes checks his draws like king queen. Yeah, because we want to be able to charge king queen, right? Right. Um, and diamonds and just other yeah. diamonds. Or and by the way, so maybe also we get to bet and knock out some weird air, which in theory we was still want in there, but maybe we won't be able to call on the river, and so it's better to like win the actual pot that exists. I don't know if I like this. Go on. Like for example, I think if it's similar to your king queen example, but if Sonheimer had four or five of diamonds, he yeah. decided to check raise the flop. I don't think he's checking this turn card. Me either. He has five high, and he can rep a straight. I agree. Let's go. I like, think. I mean, this is the problem, right? With almost all his draws, you figure he's going to rep the turn. Yeah. So is what's, there some draws? What's the value of betting then? The just that you don't have to pay off on the river as much against his value. But if we think we're behind to his value, then what? Who cares, right? Yeah, that's your point. That's a really good point. I don't know. I got nothing. I think this is a bad bet. He has to believe Sonheimer has some draws in here. That's the only. That's the only way this is a good bet. He has to believe that he's been playing with this guy for five days. So. I mean, what if Sonheimer is king, queen of diamonds and goes for the double check race? That could happen. Then we fold. That makes it a bad bet, too, I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah. Of course it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, he could have... Yeah, I mean, he could have four or five... I mean, any of the draws, he could, he could be check raising again. But that's super tough to do against Negranu, who, by the way, if he had two nines, would play it just like it this. It does. But I think the, the key point here is that we expect Sonheimer is going to be continuing with his draws because he can rep this card. He can. He can rep this card. It's true. So I would expect him to continue with the draw. It's possible that the this is like one of... He has to have the eight combo draw in order to check here. The other thing is, yeah, right. Because Negranu doesn't have that many nines in his range. He has pocket nines and maybe his ace nine suited. I guess he can have ten nine suited also because they're six-handed. Yeah. Maybe he can even have jack nine and queen nine suited. Maybe. Yeah, I think he can. But there aren't that many nines he mm-hmm. can have compared to all the other hands, which yeah. are so, so much more. So as Sonheimer, yes... We should be betting all our draws on the turn and all our straights on the turn. Yeah. That's probably what we should be doing. Yeah, but he has the eight, so he figures that's enough showdown value against some of Negranu's range to check, I, I suppose. because Negranu's drawing range. Yeah. And I guess as Sonheimer, we can comfortably check call now. We've got a pair. We mm-hmm. have draws. It's not so bad. So what does it look like Negranu has when he bets? And do you think the sizing is indicative of what he might have, or do you think he's going to size it like this all the time? How much did he size? 25K into 70,500. So small. Um... He did this uh, last week. On yeah. we did another poker master's hand with Negrano last week, where he was using really small sizing against Aldemir. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's a weird sizing. I I mean, it's small. It's really small. What is it? First, let me let's let's ask two questions. What does it look like he has? I think uh, it it kind of looks like king queen of diamonds now, or something like that. Ace jack, ace jack, maybe. Why would you? Ace jack at least you can get a little bit of value out of some things. Out maybe. of what? I don't know. Name top, the things. Top pairs. I don't know. That check raised? Yeah. I'm trying to come up with stuff, man. It's yeah, hard. Yeah, but that's wrong. <laughs> I agree. I'm trying. I'm just taking shots here. I appreciate that you tried, but I have to say when it's wrong. I know, but yeah. you say it with a face. Well, You're... nobody sees it but you. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm trying to find ways to defend this. I'm bet. pretty sure this is just a bad bet. Yeah, I think you're probably right. 
When the nine, when the when the eight comes, it's a bad bet. I think it's we have the ace of diamonds. We don't have to put money in right now. A diamond can come. We can rep it later. We may have the best hand. Okay, I have Let's a bit of a theory around. here, and this is not. Uh, sorry to cut you off. You can continue. You're fine. Oh, okay. Uh, the only thing I would say is maybe what we think we can do actually is fold out some of the value, like Jack Ten itself. Like if Sondheimer is check raising Jack Ten on the flop, we bet twenty five k. Yeah, but it looks like we have a straight sometimes, right? Yeah, but he doesn't have to be right as often when we bet 25K. It's true. We could bomb the river, though, if we want. Yeah. Uh, I agree. We should bet more if we're trying to fold out a hand as strong as Jack-10, which is the kind of hand, which is maybe the bottom of um, the value check-raising range, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just kind of bad. Okay, I agree. All right, so here's my theory, and this is not a defense of the bet. It's a reason that Negreanu is making the bet, and it comes back to what you said. Mm -hmm. It's that he wants to have a cheap river. Of course. I mean, that's what's going on. And this is related to real-life stuff that we've seen. We talked about this last time, the kind of tweet storm that Negreanu had with Phil Hellmuth talking about like where he ranks among poker players. Mm -hmm. And part of that tweet storm was Negreanu saying, I'm not sure if I'm in the top 100 anymore. I've been very humbled recently. And that included his experience at the Poker Masters. So It did? Yes. Okay. Yes, he he tweeted that right after the Poker Masters concluded. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so this is my theory. Uh, he feels a bit overwhelmed by the quality of play, these players, and he doesn't really know what they're doing. He's kind of like, uh, he's a bit afraid of them. He's afraid of what they're going to do. And so he's making kind of the amateur move of playing his hand the way he wants this hand to go, which we've talked about on previous podcasts, where he wants, his, he wants it to go check-check on the river because that would be easier for him. Yeah. And he's not really taking into account as much as he should his opponent's range and what his opponent is repping he's just thinking if this is the way this hand goes it will be easier for me this guy's right. tough to play against right yeah so i think that's possible okay i agree that's that's possible i don't know if that's what's up but yeah. that's possible right so in i mean that doesn't make it a good bet i mean look he may think that um no i can't do it i'm keep trying to find a defense and i can't do it i like took a, i was going to take a shot again that there were ways that Sondheimer could have a draw, but it's so hard to come up with them that he isn't going to... If he's bluffing, he's going to bluff the turn, too, right? Yeah. So, so unless that eight actually hit Aldemir, and we're betting for value... This is not Aldemir this time. Right. Sondheimer. Sondheimer, the goose. Um, unless it hits the goose, then, uh, yeah, then it seems so unlikely that that's... We can't just be betting for that piece of his range. It's too small. No, it is. So you're right. This is just a bad bet, and the reasoning is probably to get to the river, or get the free river... Yeah. Go check, check, and hope you're good. Um, or improve and turn it into a bluff, or improve and win and bet for value or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it seems like this is a bad bet. Okay. But he does it. 25K into 70,500, and yep. it's on Sondheimer, and he cannot fold. It's not a foldable hand right now. He's got a pair and a flush draw. He probably shouldn't fold. Yeah. So he no longer has a combo draw, really. No, he doesn't. Just, I mean, he's comboed a chop. Bro. But he doesn't know that. In fact, yeah. the combo, the the nine coming may kill him. You know, may make Negrano a straight. Yeah, for sure. Right. right. I mean, it's obviously it's not the card he was looking for, but right. the price is so good. I mean, you can't really consider folding. As Sondheimer, we may actually think Negrano has some bluffs and a lot of straights now. Right. Because yeah. What else is Negrano really betting? Yeah. Not too much other stuff. So actually, the eight is a pretty good. It's actually a pretty good time to call. Right. We've got we're beating the bluffs. Yeah. Beating the draws and. uh we have value against straights. So the diamonds can come and we can make we can beat that. Right. So and Negrano may feel op, uh, sort of obligated to call a river bet. So you don't think it. the double check raises in the cards? I don't like it now that we have showdown value and we can beat the bluffs. Yeah. And if Negrano has a straight, 
ain't gonna work. That's no, it it is not. No, so we should not get swifty. I hate getting swifty at the wrong time, man. Exactly. Hey, do you get swifty at the wrong time? To- Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> that's a reference back to the opening. Yeah, that's, nice. That's comedy gold. Yes, Self- I laughed. You know, self-referential comedy. It's good. Yeah. Um. All right. So. He does decide to just call, and I think we both think that's the right play. Yeah. All right, so now the pot is 120500 What's the effective stack? The effective stack is Sontheimer started the hand with 309000 So far, he's put in about sixty k. So he's got about two fifty left in the... So he's got two times pot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're super deep stacked, obviously. Ob. And that's pretty cool. So Negrano's got ace-10 with the ace of diamonds, jack-10-7, two-diamond board. Sondheimer has eight deuce of diamonds. Turn was the eight of spades. The river is the ace of spades. Yeah. Diamonds miss. Negrano makes two pair. Yep. That's a good card for Negrano. Negrano's like, if he checks to me, am I checking back or am I betting? I can get value from jack-10, but I lose to the sets. I hope he has jack-10 now. It's going to be close. It's going to so, be really close. Nuranu's plan of getting the free river is not going to happen. No. Sondheimer is not going to allow that to happen. Right. He does something really interesting. He bets 120000 Yeah. That's pot. Yeah. He's betting pot. He's betting half his stack, too. Yeah. So, woo! I mean, he's. it looks very particular what's happening here, right? He's clearly bluffing. Obviously, Obviously he's bluffing. bluffing. But more than that, he looks like he's repping one hand. King-queen. And he's saying, I hope you have a nine, because now you're going to have to call me with a nine. Now, of course, DeGrano wouldn't necessarily have to call him with a nine. He knows that. Yeah. But he's trying to say, I'm trying to get max value from your pocket nines or your ace nine or whatever. Well, there's a bit of an issue here as far as our analysis is concerned. On the turn, we were expecting Sondheimer to continue with King-Queen. That is a great point. I agree completely and think and it I don't, is a bit of an issue. And I don't change... Just because he makes this bet, repping King-Queen... Doesn't make me change my mind on that. I, I mean, it shouldn't. Yeah. Now maybe he isn't going maybe continue he with all king queens. Maybe sometimes he checks, sometimes he bets on this. Maybe when the, when the eight comes. But that would be a little weird. Yes, it would. You'd expect him to just fire away because, like, what else is he going to do? You know. Yeah. So based on the turn, it makes it a a, a lesser representation of king queen. Yes. So that's a problem for him. It is. Although maybe the thing is this. Maybe like he knows that. Um, when he check raises the flop with his draws, and maybe he's doing it with not just combo draws, right? Maybe he's doing it with like the king queen, and maybe he's doing it with some just baby diamonds and stuff yeah. like that too. Um, he knows he can't continue on a when the four, is a four straight on the turn with all of them. It's too many, right? So he can only continue with some. So he's got to pick which ones he is and isn't, and the ones that have no showdown value and have sort of less equity. Which um, like at, on the turn four or five of diamonds is way less equity than king queen, you know? Right. In terms of cards that improve you, so maybe he like. Fires away with the no showdown value, less equity hands, and the higher showdown value, higher equity hands. Sometimes he he's able to check those. So he checks some of his king queen. You're saying? I mean, that's what I'm that's what I'm going with. I don't know if it's true. We weren't saying that on the turn. We we're right. just saying that now to justify this. Yeah, but, but it's possible. It's not crazy. It is possible. And even if that were the case, I still don't think that justifies Negreanu's turn bet. Right. Because we can play pretty well against king queen on the river if we check anyway. I mean, like if we put we? him on king queen. Let's find out. Uh, <laughs> let's find out. <laughs> I mean, if we put him on king-queen, we should fold, right? Um, yeah, but we don't just put him on king-queen, right? We're supposed to put him on a range of hands. Okay, so we have ace-10. Yes. That feels like a good card for us, but when he donk leads for 120k on the river against us as Negranu, ace-10 is not beating his value. 
No. No, his value, is, his value is a straight. So Sonheimer does not have a seven, right? He, the one pip lower hand. No chance. He's either got... Look, he's really supposed to have exactly what he's repping, the king-queen. Right. If somehow he doesn't have king-queen, can he have the next best hand? Can he have queen-nine? I maybe? think he can have queen-nine, probably. He's like, well, I might as well bet it because, like, he's going to have to bet fold it, which is kind of gross, but um, but okay. Because Negron would never raise queen-nine once he goes pot. No. Negron would only raise king-queen exactly. I got to believe. So, I mean, so you could bet king you could bet queen-nine also. Yeah, I think you could. Sort of perfectly. Because if you check and Negrano has you, he's going to bet really big anyway, yeah. right? So you're trying to get value out of the nine. It. Yeah. Although the nine's going to bet too. The if nine and the it. hero calls. Yeah. Um, but still, there's not... But but we already had a straight on the turn. So it's possible we would play queen nine like this. Sometimes we check the nut straight on the turn. Yeah. So so it's not to frighten Negrano. He bets, we call, and then we bet yeah. big on the... We donk out on the river because we're afraid he's just going to check it back so often. Yeah, so I guess you could have queen nine or king queen. If, if, yeah, he play, but, but if he plays, if he plays those hands, but like sometimes that. he's going to play. Sometimes he's going to bet queen nine on the turn for sure. Of course, right? I, probably more often than not. But yeah. he can have queen nine sometimes. So yeah, so that's what he's repping. What are the actual range of hands that he has? Do you think? So I guess we we went through the value. So what are the bluffs? Is what you're saying? Right, because it ain't sets anymore. We can now eliminate sets, and we can eliminate jack ten. Yep, we can eliminate all that stuff. It's it's just. The value is only king queen and queen nine. Yeah, and queen nine is a bit questionable because Negrano could have king queen. Right. It's possible we wouldn't bet pot with queen nine. It's yeah. possible we just check with queen nine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, so, but maybe we'd bet that. Okay. But what so that's are, it for. But value. what are the bluffs? Because of the combo draws on the flop, let's let's think about this for a second. The com we're, we already said he's not going to bet any of his flopped massive value like a set or two pair, right? Right. So he doesn't have those. They're gone. The rest of his check raising range on the flop is like the queen nine of diamonds, which, you know, or maybe all queen nines. Sure. Maybe all king queens. Yep. And a lot of combo draws with an eight or a nine in them. Correct. And we're, he's not going to bet a nine like this. Maybe maybe he's also sometimes just check raising other diamonds. We don't yes. know. It's possible. Right. Other, just like four or five of diamonds. Right. But we kind of eliminate those from the turn. Like. Right, because we'd accept because we we'd assume he'd bet those. Yeah, so we don't always, really right. think he has the low diamonds. Fair anymore. enough. Fair enough. All right, so we're down to then he's got the nine x of diamonds, which he's not going to bet like this because right. it's not good enough. Right, and the eight x of diamonds, which yes. is what he actually has. Right. So I think those are maybe his only bluffs. Um, let me ask you a question: What's the uh, the board was Jack ten seven? What was the diamond? What was the non diamond? Ten. So could he have the ten x of diamonds also? Potentially, but I don't think that's as good of a candidate as for a check raise on the because flop. Because he got the showdown. He's got showdown value and the draw. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's less likely anyway. Okay, I feel so, like five years ago people were check raising that all the time, and it was a big mistake. Yeah, it seems dumb. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, so eight x of diamonds makes the most sense of the so so he's bluffing his eight eight x of diamonds. He's checking his nine x of diamonds that isn't queen nine. Yeah, and he's betting all king queens. Yep, that seems pretty reasonable. Yeah. There's a lot of 8x eight, eight, eight of diamonds. There are. There's a lot. There's all the 8x of diamonds. There's a deuce, 3, 4, 5, 6, 9, not 9. Deuce, 3, 4, 5, 6. Queen, king. King, not queen. Because queen 9, queen, oh. Queen 8. Oh, queen 8, you're right. Queen 8 of diamonds. Okay, so that's 7 combos. 7 combos of that, but there are 16 combos of king, queen. But we can't give them all of those as played. We can't, but we can give them some. Yeah. 
And then Queen Nine of Diamonds. And Specifically, there's one combo of that. And we also can't give him all the combos of the eight X of Diamonds as played. He might just give up on the river sometimes with those. He might, and he also might not check raise them always, yeah. and so on and so forth. But we maybe we can say reasonably, except for the Queen Nine of Diamonds, like the ratios are about the same. So he may not, he won't play them all this way. He'll play half of them yeah. this way for that way, but also play half of the King Queens this yeah. way. So we can cut them in half. So maybe there's only like four eight X Diamonds that play it this way, and but there's eight. Eight king queens. Oh, this is brilliant. Plus Eight. the queen nine. Plus the queen nine. So actually, if he bets pot, Negron's getting the wrong price. Because of the queen nine? Because the queen nine makes yeah. it worse than two to one. Yeah. That would be amazing if it's true. I know. <laughs> I mean, he's one of the German high rollers. Maybe it is. If he's thought it out to that degree, and that's exactly what's going on, I am blown away that you can like that you can do that sort of in real time. I can't. I don't believe that. It seems hard to imagine. Yeah. At the same point... He just blew away the Poker Masters all five events. Yeah, that's true. So he maybe he just won the purple jacket. He may be the best player in the world. I don't. Th- I'm not saying he is. Yeah, it's possible. But it's, it's a reasonable thing to wonder about. Right yes. Now. So maybe he's thinking about this kind of stuff. Maybe he's that deep into it. Maybe it would be it'd be incredible to be sitting there and be like, all right, I have four bluffs that I get here with. I have nine value that I get here with. I'm going to give him slightly worse than two to one. This is one of my bluffs, but I would give him I'd give him the same price with this. Everything would be the same with those hands too. Good luck, Daniel. Whatever you do is wrong. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but on top of that, he has to put Negreanu on thinking that way as well. Yes, and here's here's the other thing which is actually problematic about this. We don't have any blockers. It'd be nice to have a queen or king. I'd love to have the king eight here so yeah. much more than I'd like to have the eight deuce here. You right. know what I mean? Because then it's so much harder for Negrano to have the nuts, and then everything that isn't the nuts hates his life. But if he's being balanced, we have to include the other eights in our range here because the whole point is the metagame of balance if, if yeah. we're actually doing a thing that we said. I so. agree. I agree. But I'm just saying, like, the, having the blocker makes it feel like a much better bluff. Much more like a chance we're going to be much more successful with our bluff. Oh, right? yeah, I agree. So it sort of sucks where, like, every time we have the king at eight of diamonds we are going to make this bluff for sure, right? Yeah. Like 100% of the time. And some of the other eight X of diamonds were also going to make this bluff, right? Yeah. Or maybe all of them by the time we get... The, the ones that we played this way to get here with. But no matter how we get here, probably with the king eight of diamonds, we're going to bluff this river. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We just feel like we have to. And it's like, great, because we can we block the nuts. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's an interesting hand. So Negranu has got this decision now. What should he do? I mean... I know the feeling that Negrano's feeling. Right, of course. It's not a good feeling. You're like, uh When that, that ace comes and you're like, this is great. I can bet or check based on, you know, yeah, what he and does. Then he leads this, into you. He leads into you and he leads into you for pot. And yeah. you're only, like, as, we, as we've said very clearly, you're only beating bluffs. And there aren't that many bluffs. If we think it through to the degree we just did, I don't know how he's going to be able to do that in real time. Maybe there's four bluffs. Yeah. Maybe there's other ones too, by the way. Maybe he does play four or five of diamonds like this sometimes. Maybe he doesn't always bet those. Maybe. But if that's true, then we can call. Yeah. Right? If that's true, then he's crazy unbalanced and we have to call. Right. Um, but we don't necessarily. Oh, by the way, we're saying queen nine of diamonds, but maybe he just has queen nine offsuit too. Yeah, he might. And so then he can have more bluffs. He can actually have a lot more bluffs yeah, too. Yeah, if, if you add that in. Yeah. So I don't know if he does or not, but he might. Man, this is a horrible spot for Negrano, and it's a huge bet. Yeah. Negrano's got to be regretting that turn bet now. Yeah. Right? Because if he checks the turn and Sondheimer bets the river, we can decide that Sondheimer might have Jack-10 and be betting for value now. I mean, I don't know. We're trying to get value out of the ace of diamonds, specifically. 
Are they not flush? Yeah, though? if it goes that way, potentially. You have to bet big. He yeah. could bet, but it would be a small bet, much much smaller, right? We have to call like thirty thousand on the river, forty thousand, not one hundred and twenty. After we already put another twenty five in, so instead of committing, if we decide to call one hundred forty five thousand, we commit forty thousand. Yeah, shouldn't have bet that turn. Right, we really really put ourselves in a tough spot. Yeah, um, I don't think we're supposed to call. No, I don't think we're supposed to call. By the way, Sonheimer could be. No, when he bets 120k, he's not. He just doesn't have a set here. No, he doesn't. He just doesn't. If you bet less, if you bet 60k, he can have a set. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, where he's trying to get value out of. If he has like a set of tens, he's trying to get value out of Ace Jack or something like that. Yeah, but he can't have a set here. Negrano does fold. It yeah. works. Yeah, I don't blame him. It's a cool play. It's a cool play. Yeah, hard. I mean, this is one of those things where, like, this play does not work in the home games. No, it does not. This does not work in most places most of the time against most opponents. Right. You need to be up against someone who really understands what's going on and can see the board and get what you're repping and what it all means and how possible it is for you to have that hand. Well, if Sondheimer's actually thinking through things the way that we just came to the conclusion in real time, I definitely see how he had so much success at the Poker Masters. Yeah. Because that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I hope it's true. I want it to be true. I want it to be true, too. Yeah. You know where you can find truth, Jonathan? Where the you watch a woman walk in a field of grains, and she brushes her hand against the grains, and then she walks into the woods, and she meets a rabbit, and she kisses the rabbit, and they become friends? Where? If you buy, if you buy a Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> That's where. Huh. I'm going to yeah. consider it. Yeah, think about it. I love that. It's sort of like the uh, when in Braveheart when you die, right? Then you buy a Subaru. Yeah, <laughs> in the afterlife. <laughs> I think right. we're done. Yep. I think we, we made it. Sunlight, and all I need is one mic, and I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it home.